This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Welcome back to Hour 2 of Gun Sports Radio, where your hosts, Dave Stahl, Lance Pelkey, and Michael Schwartz, educate you on anything and everything related to our Second Amendment right. Visit GunSportsRadio.com with your questions and comments, or to learn how to become a sponsor and or guest of the show. Now here comes Hour 2 of Gun Sports Radio, and your hosts, Dave, Lance, and Michael. Second hour of Gun Sports Radio. Look for our shows on your favorite podcast platform. It's simple. At gunsportsradio.com. That's gunsportsradio.com. Second hour sponsorship is our good buddies at Cali Key. Drop in a Cali Key into any AR 15 or 10 to instantly make it California compliant. For more information, check out Cali Key at calikey.com. That's K A L I K E Y K A L I K E Y.com. Hey, self-defense and emergencies can happen to anyone, and unfortunately, the justice system may not be on your side. While you protect your family and property, U.S. Law Shield is here to defend you 24-7, 365 days a year. With the comprehensive self-defense coverage at an affordable price, bad guys don't take off days off, and neither does U.S. Law Shield. What's your plan or your defense to defend yourself or your family? Consider a plan from U.S. Law Shield. Check them out today, uslawshield.com, uslawshield.com. All right, this segment is brought to you by the good folks at San Diego County Gun Owners, sdcgo.org. If you own a gun, you need to belong to San Diego County Gun Owners. It's almost a, a natural. And we've got our good buddy Joe Germisi, the covert uh, blogger, and he wants to talk about the dangers of manufactured mass public hysteria. You think we have mass public hysteria right now? Yeah, I think we do. You know, we, we talked about this a little bit in the beginning of the show. And, um, you know, it's just I, I wanted to write about this this week just from the gun owner perspective, I guess. Because mm-hmm. what's interesting, I think, you know, with this whole coronavirus thing is, um, you know, in, in my opinion, a lot of this is manufactured and not the the coronavirus itself is real. That's a real thing. Mm-hmm. The crisis, I think, is a manufactured thing. Right. And I think it's being hyped mainly by the mainstream media for different reasons. And I, I really do think part of it's political. Um, you know, this, this constant never-ending attack on the president and the country and stuff that's supported by them. And I think that's certainly part of it. I think if we had President Clinton today instead of President Trump, you wouldn't be seeing this kind of reporting on this stuff. Because Really? Like I said, well, I mean, uh, I linked uh, to a story in the article that I wrote this week um, on uh, they were criticizing Jim Acosta, of all people, Mm. uh, for using the coronavirus to attack the president. And and these were people that were would normally be on that side or his side were criticizing him for doing that. Sure. And, um, you know, that that is part of it. The other part of it is just the media does this normally. I mean, the more they could hype something up, the more of a crisis atmosphere they can create. Um, yeah, the better it is for them, for business, even Fox News. I mean, uh, if you look at Fox, I mean, it's been nonstop. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, one of the, the few I try to listen to Tucker Carlson from time to time. Oh, there. my God. And, and just, I like Tucker Carlson. I like him, too. And he did not. I couldn't listen to it the other day. I, couldn't it just, listen, I haven't been able to listen to him all week. Yeah. It's doom and gloom. And I'm going to be dead by Thursday. And, and it's all this coronavirus stuff. And their intent is different. I think if you hear that on CNN, it's it's directed at the president. If you hear it on Fox, it's, it's just directed, directed at us. Well, yeah, it's it just it hyping public. things for their business. Yeah, so I mean, I understand that. 
But, you know, if you look at this, um, if you look at the numbers, because that, that's what goofs me up being an engineer, I tend to do that. And, you know, if you look at the flu season, and this is something I didn't know up until a couple of days ago, that in a, a typical flu season, this is from the CDC, uh, on a mild, in a mild flu season, we have about 12,000 deaths or fatalities related to the flu. In the U.S. In the United States, in, in a year, so in an annual flu season. Um, in a severe flu season, it's been as high as 56,000. Uh, three years ago, in the 2017-28 flu season, it was 80,000, which was a 40-year high. And um, I don't remember ever hearing anything about any of that. Mm -mm. And it's just, you know, typically they don't cover it. You might see a story here and there, but they don't they don't hype it up as the end of the world because it's it's life. We have 330 million people in this country. Right. That kind of stuff happens. Um, But for this, they're making a bigger deal out of it. And my my point with the gun owners, um, you know, from a gun owner's perspective is look how easy it is to whip the public up into a a state of panic. Mm -hmm. I mean, can, you know, if you think about what would, if we really had something going on there, if there were people really dying or something bad was really happening right now, I mean, how, what would it take really? It doesn't take that much to get people in a state of of panic or hysteria where they start behaving irrationally. Mm -hmm. You're a step away from violence. And um, we've been, they have been saying day in and day out, day in and day out, it's a, it's, it's a very low threat. Well, and that's what they were, they were saying too. They but were nobody's saying, listening to that. Well, right. Cause it doesn't fit that story. Cause they, they say about, I think about 80% of the people that come down with it have what they describe as mild symptoms. In other words, you'd probably treat yourself at home with over the counter stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, the other 20% are going to feel bad enough to where they have to go to the doctor and a fraction of those people we'll unfortunately, are, are going to die. Or go to ICU um, and then possibly die. Yeah, and most of those people that that have those kinds of problems have underlying health issues or you know it's dangerous for the elderly, just like the flu is. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were talking about that earlier. My mother-in-law is 86. My mom is 86. They don't want the flu either. It's dangerous you know, when well, you course. start to get a little bit older. So, you know, and I'm not, I'm not saying ignore this or anything. I'm, I'm just no. saying, you know, be, be a little bit rational about it. Well, Newsom's talking about closing all the restaurants and all the bars. Yeah, see, and that's and that's the part that really bugged me. That's that's what got me spun up to start I'm writing this thing. Hello. Well, because you're you're hurting people financially. People that work in those places, they don't care. They can't go two or three weeks without. I mean, money. You know, they they don't have the financial capability usually to absorb. Okay, I'm not going to get paid for a month. You know, a lot of those people are day to day trying right. to pay their rent, do that mm-hmm. stuff. And you're hurting those people for no reason. Right. Um, you know, and that's that's the part that kind of bugged me about it. It's it'd be nice if we just were a little more rational about yeah. how we're going to approach this. Well, and, and I'll go back into going to the grocery stores and you see everything is and you see people just filling their carts, you know, with things that you don't need all of that. You know, you don't need to take every can of soup off the shelf. Yeah, and, well, and um, you know, and I, I linked to another little article too in the in the article that I wrote um, about you know there were fights breaking out. They were saying, mm-hmm. uh, and it was someplace back east, in a Costco and a Sam's Club. Right. And again, we're not that far from violence. A friend was telling me the other day they were in Trader Joe's yesterday, and the person working at Trader Joe's was saying she had to stop people from taking things out of other people's carts. Oh, I mean, that's no. that's the level that's that it's at. getting at. Yeah. Well, and, you'll have to you'll get a so my wife and I we mentioned it off air that my wife and I. We just stopped at a grocery store last night about 9.30 just because we wanted to see what, you know, the aftermath was. And we walked into the freeze, you know, frozen foods, and it was basically empty. 
And she looked at me and she says, do you think they have that, those big enough freezers for everything they've taken? <laughs> and I said, well, probably not, but it doesn't make any difference. But Well, you know, if you look at, uh, you know, just comparing this with, with, uh, with gun owners and what we talk about frequently, you know, and they, they point out that over half the deaths where guns involved a suicide and most of the rest are gang members and criminals and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Uh, well, I don't, I'm not going to commit suicide and I'm not a criminal. No. So why would you restrict my firearms? Because it's you- easier to go after you than the criminals. Right. But, but what I'm seeing is Good those point. same gun owners are going, Hey, uh, you know, we have this, uh, this, uh, influenza like disease, this coronavirus, uh, that, that is probably pretty dangerous for people, you know, in, in certain, you know, health brackets and sure. age brackets. Therefore, let's take these restrictive rules and apply them to the entire nation. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I know. Aren't we, aren't we on the other side of that uh, argument usually? But yeah, well, And there was something else we were talking about a little bit earlier about there seems to be a rush to the gun stores and the gun shops. We yeah. heard this from Casey. I heard it from uh, David Chong, who's going to be on in a little bit. I read an article um, this morning, and uh, there's a blog site called Power line that I read a lot. I've been reading it for about a dozen years. Great information on there. But a guy was writing about being in a, his local gun range and it was just swamped with people. And he was wondering, who are these people? Because he was thinking conservatives, gun owners have guns, have ammunition. Yeah, so so who who's running in there now? And I, I want to try to remember to ask David when he calls in, uh, you know, who's coming into your well, store really with this right now? You called to go in to collect or do the paperwork yeah. on that shotgun you won. And he said, no, don't come in. Well, it's like, well he, said, he said you can come in, but he said, we're swamped in here. It's going to be a wait. And uh, it's interesting because uh, I'd like to ask him, you know, are these first time gun owners that are that's, coming in? Is he a, seeing? Is he seeing other question. people? That's a good question. Well, you know, again, you know, it's just it's just crazy. Well, as long as I've got my new skis, I don't care. I'm golden. I'm golden. No one's touching my new skis. Yeah, no one's touching my new Not skis. Not even you. You stay away from me. Hey, did you see the T-shirt market? People are putting toilet paper on there, on shirts, making T-shirts, selling T-shirts. Yeah. It's crazy. You're going to make a T-shirt that says, no one touches my new skis? That's right. Nobody's touched my new skis right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. You are listening to Gun Sports Radio, FM 961, AM 1170. The answer. California assault weapon law makes it almost impossible to own an AR pattern rifle. What's the solution? Well, it'd be Cali Key. Converts any mil spec direct impingement AR platform rifle into a straight pull bolt action rifle so it can have all the features without being considered an assault weapon. It's a true. Drop-in solution, no milling, no aesthetic modifications, and no turning off your gas system. Keep your entire AR collection intact and a price you can afford at Cali Key. That's CaliKey.com, K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. All right, so we got a, we got two guests on the line. You want to take care so, of that? So uh, real quick, uh, um, we've got uh, Paul Lichtenstein, and, and he uh, works, he heads up an organization that uh, – uh, does uh, competitive shooting and anybody can get involved. So I want to have him on real quick. And and uh, so Paul, are you on the line? Yep, I'm right here. How are you guys doing? Hey, we're doing terrific, man. And and by the way, uh, uh, happy birthday last week. Oh, yeah. 
Thank you. Yeah, yeah we don't care about. We're going to have call right? last week, but he's had a birthday. So, so real quick, a lot of people go to the range, which is terrific, and and use their guns. But you know, it's really nice when you get some extra training and come out and have some fun and do some competitive shooting at a very low cost. And and Paul's been involved with this and his organization for quite some time. So, real quick, Paul, can you tell us about your organization, the website, and that, and when your next uh, your shoot might be? Sure. Um, we have two clubs I deal with, Lemon Grove Rod and Gun Club, and our uh, next shoot will be um, the beginning of April, April, what's the first Saturday, April 6th? First Saturday, okay. Yeah, whatever the first Saturday is, that's our, that's our normal action handgun match. And uh, with respect to training, we take people of all skill levels, and we, when we have a match, the first thing we tell them in the safety brief is we're here to practice safe gun handling. So it's, uh, takes a, it doesn't take any of the competition out of it, but it makes them a little more comfortable, and all of us try and help all of the, especially the new people. We always ask who's new, and we put them on our squad with us, and we watch them very closely and mentor them and show them you know, the right things to do. So at the end of the day, we all go home without any, any incidents, which is always good. Right. Good. And uh, how much is that? Uh, for non-member, $15. <laughs> Um, and it's uh, we it's shoot terrific. for about two and a half hours. We have four good stages of steel and paper and combinations of uh, all the combinations you can think of. So it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, and that's April fourth. I know uh, Joe Dramisi yeah. got me to go a couple of times, and yeah, <laughs> and um, you know he takes his what your Glock thirty four. Yeah, and you haven't been back though. What's the deal? Yeah, you know I got everybody's asking about. You I got to do it. I got to do it. So anyway, and uh, the 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 name of the organization again. Paul? This one is the Lemon Grove Rod and Gun Club. Okay. And uh, the website will be the initials, uh, lgrgc.com, lemongroverodgunclub.com. So take a look. You can see uh, there's a, a calendar portion of the website, and it shows you all the matches that are coming up and when. And uh, tell you, it's a lot of fun. It really is. Uh, go out yeah, with a is. bunch of good guys and, and girls and and. The, the thrill we get after shooting for so long is helping new people, showing them this stuff, and helping old people, too. We have a bunch of us old-timers out there all the time. Yeah. So it's not just the young kids' sport, you well, know, although they, they do beat us badly. Yeah, <laughs> well, I know you guys, we had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun when I was out there, and it's just really great for folks. If you, you know, if just again, have just been in the range or if you just shoot in the desert once in a while or if you're really good at it, um, you know, I, I highly encourage you. That's like, uh, April 4th is the next time around. And we got to thank you again, Paul, for coming on. And we'll look to have you on again soon. Oh, great. Thanks for having me, guys. Always a pleasure talking to you. Stay dry and stay healthy. All right. Thank Thanks you very Bob. much. Thanks. Uh, Bye-bye, gentlemen. Thank you very much. And uh, next on, uh, we, we've got our firearms expert, uh, David Chong, with uh, AO Sword. And, and Dave, are you on the line? Hi, guys. Hey, there he is. So, man, what an exciting week huh, at AO Sword at, at your uh, gun shop there. Tell us about it. What's been happening? What a strange time. Uh, <laughs> I guess I could sum it up uh, in, in one, uh, one fact this way. In the past week, we've sold about a quarter million rounds of ammunition. Wow, man, that is out, a, out of one store. <laughs> yeah, um, and, and we we still have some left. We're we're mostly out of uh, full metal jacket plinking ammo in all of the popular calibers. Sure, we still do have uh, oh maybe a dozen cases, so about uh, a little over a thousand. Excuse me, ten thousand rounds of uh, 
223. Okay. Uh, and then we have lots of uh, defensive ammo, you know, jacketed hollow point stuff, but that uh, usually that goes really slow, onesies, twosies. Now people are buying that uh, by the case. Wow, and they've been so, talking about, you know, people selling a lot of guns. So how about you? Do you, do you you've been selling a lot of guns. Do you have anything left? How about those uh, shotguns you had? About the, so our, uh, I picked a terrible time to have a uh, sale on <laughs> shotguns because now there's a run on shotguns. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the sale ended uh, uh, last week, and and now uh, I I can't I can't restock. Uh, the, the world is sold out of uh, tactical shotguns. But it was a great value for those who came to my sale and bought early. We sold oh in the past week probably forty home defense shotguns. Wow, as long as you didn't sell my shotgun, uh, I'll be in tomorrow <laughs> to start that paperwork. No. Yeah, your your shotgun is safe and sound, but uh uh yeah, plan on plan on maybe a hour or two wait. Uh, uh, that's okay it, because of this corona hysteria, the class I was going to be teaching next week got canceled, so I got time now. Oh, that's good. Well, there's it, actually so it's actually a wonderful atmosphere. People are uh, talking, visiting. Um, we have a, a huge surge in, in new gun buyers and um, people who previously, you know, we're still not seeing any anti-gunners who are coming in and go, well, I need one, but uh, rather folks who, yeah, I've always been around guns and into guns, but never really got around to getting one. But now I feel like I need to get one. Uh, we're happy to see them start. Um, unfortunately, uh uh, they do require more hands-on uh, service because in California you've got to take a test and get your firearm safety certificate, and uh, 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 then you you do have to uh, produce a bunch of paperwork and uh, documentation showing who you are. Yeah. Um, so that that just takes time to get those people through, and we also want to. We're we're really a high service store, so we don't just say, "Hey, this is what we got on sale. This is good for everybody." We even amid this rush, we are taking the times. Where do you live? What what is your experience? Uh, okay, well, no, uh, uh, Uncle Joe's double barrel shotgun idea isn't the greatest. Here's why. Uh, here's here's what we recommend for you. Um, and and so that just takes time to put people in the right equipment. Yeah, uh, those uh, first-time uh, buyers are are good potential customers for you know down the road as well. Absolutely. Another drawback for those folks, though, again in California with that ten-day waiting period, unlike other states, mm-hmm. uh, if if they need if if things go dark soon or or Gavin Newsom follows through on not just his uh, threat to shut down restaurants, but maybe extends that to shutting down retail, um, they, they couldn't get their gun. Is they don't go home with it the same day. Mm. I was going to say ten day wait periods. I mean, this all might be over in ten days. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it seems might kind of, be over in. 10 right? days, I mean, right. which is great. Now they got to have a new shotgun. So you said you sold forty in the last week. That's correct. And yeah, people what, are. What's a normal week? How many shotguns do you normally sell in a week? Three or four. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they they cleaned me out of everything. The 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 shotguns I have left now are uh, really the higher end shotguns, uh, five hundred dollars and up, mm. and then the specialty shotguns. And I have tons of. I probably have uh, oh eighty, uh, maybe a hundred uh, field shotguns. You know, sporting shotguns for for clay games or or hunting uh, in the store. But that's not what people want right now. They're all thinking more towards home defense and. Uh, 
self-defense. Yeah, you guess. think they're buying shotguns because you don't have to point or aim a shotgun? Is that pretty much? <laughs> well, so there's a there there is a general, and and I know you're being uh, facetious there, but yeah, there is the general uh, belief that well, I, I won't have to worry about uh, aiming a shotgun, and it's just completely untrue. Uh, at at typical household distances of five to ten yards, um, uh, the, the the shotgun pattern is only three, four, five inches. So uh, uh, if you think about what five inches covers, or maybe even at, at double that range, ten inches uh, covers in a hallway. If you don't aim, you miss. You miss. Yeah. And uh, if we're shooting the wrong ammo, which is something I want to talk about in the next segment, uh, you're missing through your own home's wall and then into whatever is behind your intended target. And besides first-time home buyer, first-time uh, buyers, is there any particular group that's uh, feeling like they're not safe or something and they need to buy? I have seen a uh, tremendous increase in Asian Americans, mm. um, ch- uh, Chinese, Filipino, Korean. Uh, and uh, we, I don't even have a very large uh, Asian population out here in uh, El Cajon. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Uh, Didn't Casey say about the same thing from uh, yeah. the gun range, yeah. San Diego? Well, have they been telling you why? Well, it's, uh, it is quite frankly the, the same. Uh, it's fear mm-hmm. uh, about the same uh, irrational uh you know, source of the the, the virus, the, the same irrationality that's dri- driving people to go buy toilet paper so that they can have clean butts when the virus kills them, is <laughs> is, is is the same irrationality that people are concerned about that would lead to you know maybe a persecution of uh, Chinese people because it's a seen as a Chinese problem, a, a Chinese sad. origin problem. Yeah, very sad. And. And we are seeing that on the streets, too. Uh, uh, San Francisco has had several cases of uh, uh, random attacks on the streets mm. of uh, uh, Chinese people in Chinatown. Uh, Jeez. San uh, Francisco. Yeah, not in San Francisco. Yeah. That can't be they happening. They all love each other and, you know, kumbaya and whatnot. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know if you've... So I have a friend who operates a security company uh, here in East County, and he told me today that... Uh, uh, over this weekend, uh, there was a, uh, uh, a fist fight, uh, at the, uh, uh, local 99 cent store over, uh, water cases of water. Yep. So there are fights breaking out over supplies now in, in the stores. Mm. It's crazy out there, my friend. It's totally crazy. All right. It well, is. we're going to make you hang in for the next segment. So don't go anywhere. We're going to take a quick break. This is Gun Sports Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. Radio, FM 961, AM 1170. The answer. Hey, you need to take a CCW class for your San Diego CCW? You want an Arizona, Florida, or a multi state CCW? We'll visit CCWUSA.com. That's CCWUSA. Offers small class sizes and expert instruction to fit your schedule and your wallet. Three classes every month, two weekend classes, all starting at 8 a.m. 
Classes fill up quickly, so book now. Private lessons are also available. Great dates and times to meet your busy schedule. Check their website to details for details on how to apply for your San Diego or other multi-state CCW at ccwusa.com. That's ccwusa.com. All right, folks, have you been to AO Sword Firearms? Well, let me tell you what. They've got the widest selection of guns in San Diego County. Used to have a lot of used shotguns, but unfortunately, Dave decided to do a fire sale <laughs> and uh, kind of lost them all because they're gone. But he can get more. They've got over 600 unique guns in stock, including hundreds of used guns. Go see their full-service experienced gunsmith. They can do everything from mild repair to full custom firearms. A.O. Sword Firearms Store, located on 929 East Main Street in the lovely city of El Cajon. Go to their website at aosword.com, or you can give them a call at 619-749-4867. Build, buy, or repair. A.O. Sword Firearms is your go-to place for all things firearms. That's aosword.com, or you can call them at 619-749-4867. Hey, we got David Chong on the line, owner-operator of A.O. Sword. So, uh, you got a little busy this last week, huh? Overwhelming. It was like uh, between seven and ten times our normal normal business volume. It was busy. Were you ready? Uh, yeah. I thank God. I, I do have uh, good people uh, in place. Uh, I don't. I don't downstaff. When I find the right people, I keep them, and that's why we, most of our faces have been there for uh, half a decade. Excellent. That's, that's good stuff. Yeah. Hey, I it wanted is, to, it's a hard business. I wanted to walk you through something, Dave, and see if uh, see if you agreed with me. Um, yeah. So uh, you were talking about how you you've been selling defensive shotguns. I think shotguns are enormously important. I think they're way underrated. I think you know everybody that has you know five or six ARs, you know they need to sell one of their ARs and and, and get a shotgun, a Mossberg or a you know five hundred or five ninety or a Remington eight seventy something that's meant for self defense, not not fed. I think I think they're they're enormously important. But one of the things I run into a lot is people say, "Well, gosh, you know, the thing only holds six or seven rounds. Why would I take a shotgun that holds six or seven rounds when I have a Glock that holds fifteen? But one thing, and and this is where I want your expertise, David. Um, you know, we all just spent four days, you know, in the desert uh, learning how to shoot a pistol, and the instruction is always, you know, two two rounds. You know, two rounds in the thoracic cavity. So your your fifteen round Glock with you know, plus one, so sixteen rounds. You don't really have sixteen rounds. You you, you have eight. You know, if if you're if you have to if if in order to st- stop somebody, you have to put two rounds in the thoracic cavity. You really only have eight rounds with a shotgun that has six or seven or eight rounds. You don't have to put two in the thoracic cavity. You know, with a shotgun. Uh, the whole point of a shotgun is it's got six, seven, or eight little nine millimeter pellets in it, and the stopping power far exceeds a pistol. Is my reasoning there? Is my logic there sound? Yeah, uh, you bring up excellent points, and uh, and they're arguable. I like both platforms. Uh, uh, the The shotgun is a, a tremendously effective firearm. Uh, it, uh, like you were saying. Uh, You've got some 33 caliber, nine millimeter, uh, uh, nine, eight, nine, ten, uh, 
projectiles going into the same target all at once. And, and that is tremendously more effective than a single uh, hit from a, a handgun. Uh, if you're using my recommended ammo, which I really want to talk about, uh, instead of uh, nine uh, projectiles, you've got maybe 27, 25 to 30 caliber projectiles hitting the same person. That's 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 a bad day. Wow. Um, on the other hand, uh, there is a is a huge misconception that oh that means that I can just shoot once and and my my blast fills a hallway from side to side, and it just one shot in the general direction of the bad guy means it's game over. It's just absolutely not true. A shotgun is a shoulder-fired weapon. It, it does need to be aimed, and it needs to be operated by someone who is very well-versed in uh, its use and operation. It, it, one of the most common things we see with uh, uh, new shotgun shooters, especially when we induce any kind of stress or, or uh, time pressure, is they short stroke that, that shotgun, lock it up, and then it's a, it's a club. It's a useless brick. Wow. Um, so the the idea that hey a, a housewife who doesn't know guns you can just hand her her shotgun uh, hand her her husband's shotgun and uh, everything's going to be all right is just uh, a very dangerous proposition. They don't understand that uh, uh, when bad guys attack, maybe at night you're you're not at your your best and an unfamiliar. Uh, platform you're you're not going to be able to operate that aim it well uh or maybe load the next round on the other hand if you're not an experienced handgun shooter we all saw this at uh, uh in in our four-day handgun class people can have trouble hitting a target even uh 10 yards away yeah uh, so uh, I, I can vouch for that <laughs> the, the the answer, the, the commonality here is training, training, training. Whatever you intend to use, if you, if you want to uh, uh, have a security system and a dog, well, know how your security system and dog work and, and take care of your dog and take care of your security system. If, the, the, when you have an intruder at your ring doorbell, now is not the time to download the app. You know, if you if you have someone in your house threatening your family with a weapon, now is not the time to try and figure out how does this safety turn off on this shotgun? Uh, how do I actually rack another round into the chamber effectively and, and aim this thing? The thing I like about handguns is I can hold my child or my phone or my flashlight or, or open and close doors with one hand while I'm running the gun with the other if I need to. A lot harder to do that with a shotgun. Uh, the thing I like about a shotgun is uh, once I have it shouldered, it is a part of my body, and uh, uh, you know where I look, it looks, and and uh, uh, I can quick, like, just like you were saying, Michael, uh, it it lays down uh, lays down the law uh, in in one fell swoop, and and uh, the conversation is usually over in one shot. And so just a lot of a lot of stuff to think about there. Interesting. Totally. So, what else? If somebody comes in and says, "Hey, I'm I'm interested in home defense," what you know, what kind of things do they consider, or what advice do you give, or or what are some common mistakes? Sure, we're having this conversation a lot right now because that's what everybody's thinking about, and uh, uh, even even experienced shooters really have some misconceptions here. First of all, I just want to. Uh, 
uh, I'll skip right to the end. People should not be shooting double-lot buck in their homes. They also should not be shooting birdshot. There's this idea that, oh, at, at, at short ranges, birdshot is just as good as a slug, and it's absolutely not true. Uh, that stuff uh, squishes and slides around uh, uh, solid material like bone. It, it does not act like a slug. It doesn't have the kinetic energy to uh, penetrate into the 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 uh, the vital organs that we need to hit to, to immediately stop someone who's threatening us right now. Uh, so the answer is number four buck or number one buck. It's not a step down. It's actually a step up. Instead of getting nine pellets of double-lot buck, because this all has to fit in the same shell, um, you lose a huge amount of potential firepower to the empty space between those round BBs. Uh, those round uh, uh, pellets. Uh, when you load uh, number four buck, you've got 30 pellets, uh, uh, 25 caliber, and, and they fill the space, they fill, they fill the uh, shell so much more densely. So you actually have more ballistic energy coming out of uh, the, the, the end of your barrel with number one buck, and it's still plenty good enough to penetrate all the way into um, uh a bad guy that needs to get shot right now, uh, as proven by FBI ballistic testing, even behind multiple layers of denim or, or what have you. And then you, lastly, you get the added advantage that you're not going through uh, wall after wall after wall in your in your own home. So what did you just suggest, David? Number four buckshot and... Number four buck is the best, in my opinion. Uh, that's what Secret Service uses. FBI uh, tends towards the number one, a little bit more penetration, um, uh, but um, uh, fewer pellets. Both of them are 100% completely uh, except in the acceptable range of penetration uh, in FBI ballistic tests. What do you it's think a, of that? Uh, what do you think of that round that uh, Winchester has? I think it's like a it's called a PDX round. I think, and it's a the PDX it, looks like a little helicopter. Uh, well, it's got a little slug in it, not a full size slug, and then it's got yeah. three double O uh, pellets behind sure. it. Are you familiar with that at all, or what are your thoughts yeah, on that? I, I am. I, again, I'm just absolutely against any slugs uh, in in a shotgun for home defense. There's okay. there's no need for it. Uh, I'm I'm not going to shoot things that I can't see in my home. Uh, I, I I'll give you a little secret, but and this is coming from someone with a lot of experience. But I I do carry uh, some double lot buck on a, a side saddle so that if I do need to penetrate through something or get through a vehicle uh i can it's there yeah uh uh but that's a lot to think about for a new shooter or somebody who doesn't do this on a regular basis so number four uh, number four uh that number four shot is what you recommend for self-defense is there a particular not shot it's got to be buck shot is all for uh uh, uh birds yeah okay. and, and, but, Bucket is this is so even though it's not it, we're, we're out of the zeros and a lot of people didn't know there's anything other than double lot buck. No, this is buck shot, just a little smaller than that. Like you said, 33 caliber, nine, nine millimeter, uh, uh, double lot. Is there a particular uh, manufacturer that you recommend or, or, or what, what are your thoughts? Any, on that? Anyone works, run, run yourself some number four and it, it'll all be good. Uh, 
quickly transitioning to what everybody else is shooting, which is handgun rounds, I, I strongly, strongly recommend SCHP, solid copper hollow point rounds for home defense, um, especially uh, where we live in Southern California, where people aren't busting down your doors in thick parkas and, and so forth. Uh, it's it's 100% within the uh, acceptable range for these FBI ballistic tests. Uh, very, very consistent penetration in the 14-inch range. Um, and uh, massive expansion, a very reliable, massive expansion. Uh, it, it, it expands about uh, to 190% of its original size. So uh, it's very nice. Big, Jeez, big gotta, lung cavity. You, if you keep calling in, I'm going to go broke. I got to go get new springs for my mags. I got to go get new <laughs> shotgun shells. Now I got to get new carry ammo. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's an interesting thing. Why did people say, hey, I, I use FMJ for practice, but that's not good enough for um, uh, uh, self-defense. And for self-defense, I use uh, hollow points. But then why do people stock up on FMJ, Full Metal Jacket, for for what they fear might be the end of times where they're going to actually have to be shooting bad guys that need to get shot. Uh, it doesn't make much sense. There are many, many affordable, low-cost, hollow-point bullets, and, and that's what people should be looking at stocking up on for uh, really, really bad times. All right, buddy. Well, it's always great chatting with you. Try not to get too crazy tomorrow. But you'll be ready for it. A.O. Sword. Go check them out, folks. You'll love it. On FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. And. California's assault weapon laws make it almost impossible to own an AR pattern rifle. What's the solution? Cali Key. Converts any mil-spec direct impingement AR platform rifle into a straight pull-bolt action rifle so it can have all the features without being considered an assault weapon. It's a true drop-in solution. No milling, no aesthetic modifications, no turning off your gas system. Keep your entire AR collection intact at a price you can afford. Cali Key. CaliKey.com. K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. Self-defense and emergencies can happen to anyone, and unfortunately, the justice system may not be on your side. While you protect your family and property, U.S. Law Shield is here to defend you 24-7, 365 days a year, with the comprehensive self-defense coverage at an affordable price. Bad guys don't take days off, and neither does our coverage. What's your plan after you defend yourself or your family? Consider a plan from U.S. Law Shield. Check them out today at uslawshield.com. That's uslawshield.com. The refi bell just went off this week even louder than before. Home mortgage interest rates have dropped to an historic low. If you're looking to buy or refi, or if you're considering a reverse mortgage, call our local mortgage guy that you can trust. That's Chris Wiley at PRMI Mortgage. For nearly 25 years, Chris has been helping local San Diegans with all their mortgage needs. Give Chris a call at 619-722-1303 or primeres.com backslash alpine. 
All right. This segment is Sam the Gunman. We're going to try to stump this little rascal. What's up, Sam? Living the dream. There you go. <laughs> How's life in Virginia? Uh, well, rainy, but I hear it's like that there, too. Everyone is absolutely freaking out because of the pandemic. Oh, yeah. Is it really? All that stuff's happening there, too, huh? Yeah, definitely. Panic buying like you wouldn't believe. Really? So Alleged been, pandemic. You've been busy <laughs> at the at the gun store? Yeah, uh, yeah, we're almost out of 9 mil. No, that, that's a bad day. Are you, are you getting a lot of new shooters that are coming in, or you know, non-gun owners that want to come in and buy a gun finally, or who's, who's your clientele? Um, I don't know. It, it seems like maybe a little bit of that, but um, I don't really have any numbers to back that up. Mostly, as I alluded to, it's people buying ammunition. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, listen, Stay. Uh, keep washing your hands. Uh, stay clean, you know, and anybody sneezes, uh, run the other direction. That's my advice. Yeah, All right. Keep hand sanitizer in the shop. And hand sanitizer. Plenty of that. Okay. So here is your question. Uh, Francine from San Marcos writes in. <clears throat> she points out that uh, former vice president and current uh, candidate for, for, for the Democratic nomination, Joe Biden, suge- he suggested a lot of things with firearms. Um all of them ridiculous. But recently, <laughs> he said that he wanted to ban AR-14s, which, of course, got him a lot of criticism because... Uh, yeah, why did he get criticism? Well, because everybody, as everybody knows, he, he was probably referring to an AR-15, um, an Armalite Model 15. Um, and Armalite has a lot of different models. They have an AR-1 and an AR-7 and an AR-5 and an AR-10 and... Um, but do they have, does it, does an AR 14 actually exist? And if so, tell us about it. Yeah. Was that abuse? Was that justified? Now, uh, funny you should mention that because I actually, uh, purchased, well, my mom and I purchased, um, an AR seven for my father for his birthday and we shot it the other day. But anyway, um, yeah, Armalite back when it still existed in its original form, um, they, their model designation system was AR and then a number starting with the AR one. Um, now I don't recall hearing about an AR 14 specifically, I believe they made one, but it was some kind of developmental prototype that never really entered full-scale production. That's accurate. That's, That's accurate. Exactly accurate. Uh, Excellent. AR- <laughs> oh, we got a new drop. Yeah, we got nice. a new drop. Ooh. AR stands for Armalite, which was the company that produced it. Uh, there were 14 designs for the AR-15. The AR-14 was it actually an AR-14 auto-loading sporter. So it was semi-automatic. It uh, looks very, very similar in design to an AR as far as uh, AR, AR-15 as far as the, uh, the internals. But the buffer spring went down at an angle. So it had the same uh, uh, stock. I mean, it looks like any, any – it almost looks like a shotgun, but it looks like any kind of rifle. But the, uh, the buffer spring actually was at an angle, went down into the stock, whereas on an AR-15, they uh, okay. you know uh, raised the sights and uh, uh, changed the whole platform, which is one of the genius parts of the design of an AR-15. Kind of, it sounds kind of like the way an FNFAL works, and it also sounds like that might have been a good option for people in banned states had that uh, ever gone anywhere. Yeah, it really does look like that California uh, AR. I can't remember the name of it, but there's a California AR that looks like a traditional hunting rifle, but it has the internals, you know, like 90% of the same internals as an AR, and, and it's got that buffer spring that, that, that uh, angles down in, in the buttstock. 
Well, there you go, man. What do you think of that? You got another one right. Yes, indeedy. Hey, speaking of AR7, how, how did that shoot? I, I've got one in camo. Um, it's pretty nice. The trigger is honestly not great. Sure. Um, but, I mean, for what it is, a rifle that you can take apart and store inside the stock, which forms a waterproof compartment that floats. Yes. And there's nothing else on the market that does that. And the price point, you, I mean, you can't beat it with a stick. Um, the, something I find really interesting about the AR7, other than, of course, that you can store the whole thing inside the stock, mm-hmm. is that you can really see a lot of those little design elements that Eugene Stoner would later go on to use in other designs of his. Mm-hmm. Um, it, like everything from the shape of the receiver to the way the recoil springs are arranged, um, some elements of the trigger mechanism, things like that. It's very interesting. Yeah, it's a really neat little rifle. And what, uh, real quick, what ammo did you run through at this time? Uh, just bulk pack twenty two. I don't remember what uh, brand. You know what the grain was or anything like that? Because uh, you, I also have some like mini mags or something, just in case. It's supposed to be able to fire that. Um, either thirty eights or forties. I can't recall, but um, yeah. I, I generally tend to like Federal. Yeah, that's a super little little rifle. Highly recommend it. it. Is, it's manufactured by Henry now, isn't it? It is, yeah. After um, after Fairchild Aircraft um, went through some rough financial uh, straits and sold off the Armalite division, all their designs and patents went out, uh, went out to different companies. So Colt got the patents on the AR-15. Um, I don't know who got the AR-10. The AR-7 changed hands, I think, a few times and eventually ended up at Henry. Um, and so that's actually why Armalite had to develop the uh, AR-18 and AR-180 because they didn't have the AR-15 patents anymore. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. There's even an AR-50. Did you know that? Yeah, it's so named for the caliber. Exactly. It's a 50 caliber, single shot 50 caliber. Uh, Way back before Barrett was really uh, kind of the the king of the heap there. It seemed like everybody was coming out of the 50 cal and that was theirs. So. All right, right. buddy. Hey, it's good good talking to you, and uh, look forward to hearing from you next week. Well, thanks very much for having me on. This was uh, a lot of fun to talk about, and as I'm sure you could tell, I could go on at great length about this. Yeah, one of these days we're going to bring you on for a whole hour. We'll fix you. (laughs) Oh, I would love that. Don't threaten me with a good time. (laughs) All right, buddy. It's always good talking to you, and thanks a million. You too. Have a good night. Stay clean and safe. Yes. Yeah, you too. Stay safe out there. Yes, indeed. Hand cleaner. Here it comes. All right. Well, you know, before we shut the door, we really want to let you know that uh, all the shows that we do here are podcast. They're podcastable, and you can go to any of your podcast uh, supporters and put Gun Sports Radio in, and you can listen to any and all our shows. And we really, really want to thank our our, our supporters. Firearms Legal Protection at FirearmsLegal.com, San Diego County Gun Owners at SDCGO.org, CCWUSA at CCWUSA.com, U.S. Law Shield at USLawShield.com, Cali Key at CaliKey.com, PRMI Mortgage at PRMERES.com, backslash Alpine.com, Gatsky, Dillon, and Balance, LLP, uh, CAFirearmsLaw.com, The Gun Range San Diego at TheGunRangeSanDiego.com, AO Sword Firearms Store at AOSword.com, and we really, really want to thank Lance Pelkey, Michael Schwartz, 
Joe Germisi, Sam the Gunman, and our illustrious board op, Mr. Intelligence, Brendan Thomas. And don't forget, go to gunsportsradio.com for comments and information. We would love to chat with you. And go out and join San Diego County gun owners. Michael cannot do it alone. That's right. All right. We're going to take just the rest of the day off. Enjoy yourself. Be safe. Yeah, I'm getting ready to do another hour. Yeah, really. Wash your hands. Hey, Mr. Siegel's in the wings. <laughs> Don't go anywhere until he comes on. You're going to love his show. Right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl.